happening everyone this is the very first edition of angel perez thursdays my guy my brother angel is here with me how are you not that bad not that bad you know who you remind me of who have you ever listened to the tifo football podcast once in a while you remind me of alex stewart because joe always asks him like how are you and it's always like one word answers. And it's the funniest thing. I've I've read some comments that are like, oh, well, at least he's honest about about how he really feels. Which, yeah, it's it's always good to to get those kinds of answers. You know, sometimes people say, like, oh, living the dream. And yeah. they're working a job that they despise. Um you're not that kind of person. You're you're very honest. You you might have a little bit of Dutch in your personality, don't you think? What? I don't get what that means. Okay, so Dutch people are known for being like very blunt, oh. very direct, okay. like almost like brutally honest. Okay, they tell you they 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 say it how they see it, and they don't sugarcoat it. They just tell you that they're straight shooters, and I feel like you might have a little bit of Dutch in in your personality. Like you know, like things don't really bring you down. They don't bring you very very up either. Mm-hmm. Kind of just. Yeah, you kind of just, eh, it is what it is. Yeah. So your name might be Angel Von something. <laughs> we we might change your name to that because that's, you do have a little bit of Dutch <laughs> in, in, in your personality for sure. But we're not here to talk about his personality. Definitely not. Um, If, if you want to, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that we'll have an episode for that. I think we kind of did already, yeah. right? We, we talked a little bit about that. But what we're here to talk about on this first edition of Angel Perez Thursdays, which that's probably not the official name. It's a complete ripoff from Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a complete ripoff, but we're actually recording this on a Tuesday. So, so much for a Thursday. It's going to go up on, on Thursday, though. Evergreen content won't go stale. Um, your your first practice sessions or first practice session is, is in the books. It's the first time that you practice in... Uh, what two weeks or so something like that three weeks two three weeks yeah and and i asked you when you came back i asked you if (laughs) if you were tired and you're like nah and i'm like wow must be nice yeah must be nice to just get back there and not miss a beat how did you feel going back on the field and 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 sharing the field with your teammates again normal i like if we didn't even take a break yeah, it wasn't really a problem for me. Stamina went down a little, but everything went back to normal. Well, that's the good thing. Yeah, the, the it must be nice to to have youth in your at your advantage, and which I mean, sounds like I'm I'm old as hell. I'm not. I'm I'm what eight years older than you. Yeah, but I know that you're in way way better shape. Do you? Did you guys learn anything new in these? Uh, in, in in this new in in this first session of 2022 nope mm-hmm. just not, nothing really 
Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. Because you guys were doing pretty good before the 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 holiday. Yeah. They're just telling us to like keep the same mentality or better it. Because uh, I know the U15, I don't think they won their game. So they're trying to improve, get their mentality a little bit better. And, and with us, you know, we're heading into our next game uh, confident, but I we never know what to expect. How do they train your mentality? What do they tell you guys? They they don't. It's more of like a personal thing that you, that you have to control. Okay, so then, how do you work on your mentality? The let's say the day before a game or the night before before a game. How do you how do you mentally prepare yourself to go into a game the following day? Well, before I used to stress over about it a lot, but now I I just think about it like once or twice like in my bed when i'm like laying down and then after that i just go to sleep it's like a i don't know i just don't think about it that much anymore okay that probably helps you perform a little better yeah don't you think yeah. because you're not overanalyzing you're not overthinking it yeah it's not something that that uh, that you are playing over and over and over in your mind yeah um that, that probably helps you execute a little a little better the game plan yeah of course um and and yeah that's it's funny that you mentioned that because i've heard a lot of ex-players even players or even current players they they say that whenever they they overthink it especially when when it comes to penalties whenever they overthink it that's when they don't execute the proper way that's when they miss yeah for sure right yeah. so i'm i'm sure that with you guys or even with you yourself, you have to be very aware of not overthinking it. But that's a balance that you have to reach, yeah. right? Do you yeah. think you've reached that balance of not overthinking the the game plan, not overthinking the game itself? Um, in the game, yes, but like personally, and like you know, my personal life, I do overthink a lot. And I don't know, it's just that's just me. I've been like that always, but on the field, I'm always knowing what to do probably shows how how well coached you guys you guys are too because yeah, you know yeah. you know what's next yeah right you know you you know what to do next you know what's coming next and that's that's something that that, that really comes with comes with time but you uh, you you mentioned the nerves and and you mentioned the stress how do you how do you cope with it what do you do to 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 cope with the stress both the night before the game and a few minutes before the actual game. I I, I don't I don't think about it. I just don't think about the game. I just um I kind of I make my mind go blank for like the night and for those for those like few minutes before the game. And then once I hear the whistle, I just go must be nice <laughs> to make that mind go blank because i i i i simply could not i i'm not able to do that is there any do you want to share how you do it or is that something private or do you even know i don't how to how to do it you, you kind of just switch it off no i, I just switch it off because i like i know like the, the, like the manifesting thing i don't believe in it i, I think it's stupid because if anything i i jinx it la cago 
<laughs> I, I, oh my god bro the amount of things i've have messed up and because of overthinking and manifesting it i just don't like it so i make my mind go blank for those few minutes and then when i hear the whistle we go yeah you know what we have that in common because i uh, little by little as time goes on i believe less and less in manifesting thank you thank you and thank you. and and just and just keeping things to yourself and yeah planning planning it and hoping for the best and working towards that becoming a reality but if you tell people and you manifest yeah, it's, it it's oh my God. It, it's not and granted there are some things that you have to tell right there, yeah, there are some yeah. things that that you absolutely have to disclose to certain people but if it's you know like a personal goal or if it's something something a little more private mm-hmm don't don't manifest it you know i i i think that it's it's something really cool for example like let's say you had in your mind oh i'm gonna work out at the beginning of the year and instead of telling people in january hey i'm gonna start working out you post in june your your summer body yeah and people are like whoa what the hell how'd you get that well it all started in january it all started in uh, six months ago. It all started a year ago, right? I didn't tell anyone. I was just quiet at work. And and I feel like that's something that this generation, I am included in this generation. Obviously, you are. But I feel like people, people my age, even your age, maybe even a little younger than you, just want to let social media know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And... Of course, as soon as you let people know, they're just gonna they're gonna hold you to that. And and it's there's nothing wrong with being accountable. You have to be accountable in life, right? Yeah, yeah always. But it's just like this person that I follow, just because we had a math class sophomore year of high school. Why do they have to hold me accountable? You know, like why 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 does that random ass person have to follow me or or hold me accountable or like? comment on certain things that you know but then again it just goes back to me for posting and i'm not i'm not saying this because it's happened to me but i'm just using myself as an example yeah right so yeah i think i think you do a a really good job and like not not putting things out there and and even when i ask you like oh what are are you gonna do for college what do you want to do after high school you probably know what the hell you're gonna do but you just don't want to say it (laughs) that's the thing i don't Okay, but I don't know. I I, I still won't tell anyone, regardless of exactly. No, I don't know. Exactly. My my point exactly. (laughs) No, but that's okay. And and what what I'm trying to get to is that it's it's completely fine, whether whether you know or you don't know. And if you do know and you don't want to say anything, that's completely fine too. You know, it's 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 your own your own private thing. And again, going back to that social media thing. And and we're gonna use an athlete as an example. You know Ryan Garcia, yeah. the boxer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ryan Garcia. He, funny, funny fact. He's exactly a week older than me. He was born August eighth, nineteen ninety eight. Was born August fifteenth, nineteen ninety eight. Fun, funny fact. Very irrelevant. But anyway, he he posted on uh, on on Instagram about a week ago or. Yeah, about a week ago, something like that. Week and a half. The new year just started, and um, and he posted like, "Oh, I'm I'm gonna 
I'm going to be a world champion this year. I'm going to fight three times and this and that. Coming from a year where he fought once, he fought the first week of the year, and then he didn't fight again. He pulled out of two fights. Yeah. Um, and and he was he was just posting his workouts on social media. And then it, it, was, it was almost too perfect because Green Bay Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams was asked about what advice he would give young football players, foot, American football players, wide receivers specifically, because he's a wide receiver. And he said, hey, like, you just got to get down and work. Yeah. Don't post your stupid little drills on social media. <laughs> Don't post them on Instagram. That's not going to get you anywhere. And I thought, I thought that, and I put two and two together. I'm like, of course, Devontae Adams wasn't talking about Ryan Garcia, but... It applies to Ryan Garcia. So I I do find it really cool that you're the complete opposite, even though you're a 15-year-old boy <laughs> with social media yeah. and Instagram on your phone. You don't care. You're kind of just like, I'm just going to do what whatever it is that, that, I, that I feel like doing, and I'm, I'm going to do my thing. Do you feel like you're an old head? No. Like an old soul? No, no. You don't? No. I don't know. Really? Not even a little bit? No, nada. That's funny. I, I I, don't know. I do think you are a little bit of an old soul. You just haven't discovered it. <laughs> takes a while. It. I think it takes a while. You, Maybe. I, I, I don't feel that way. Okay, let me ask you this. If there was no phone, like if you didn't have your phone at all, do you think, or like no technology, do you think you would be, you would be happy or happier? No. No, you wouldn't need your yeah your, your need my phone and or your Xbox yeah and slash or your Xbox because yeah. you'd probably want both. Okay, so you're not that much of an old head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I well, it, it's just that that one thing, but but yeah, man. I mean, it's it's a cool thing, and, and you probably also don't take social media very seriously, not, right? Not as much as other people do. Yeah, like, so, I, don't, I don't constantly post like photos of something and then add music to it although sometimes i do i will hold myself accountable mm -hmm. to it but some like sometimes once in a while i do yeah and that's that's why i was saying that i think you're kind of an old soul because you don't really care about what social media has to say but that's also that's also good that you don't care about what social media has to say because that probably helps your mentality like going into a game even mm -hmm. though you're not a professional yet and you don't have that exposure yet. You know that there's a camera pointing at you. You know that there's someone recording. You know that there's someone going on Facebook Live. But you also know that you're probably not going to see it because you don't care to see it. Yeah. Do you think that probably helps you yeah. relax a little more? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, it should. You don't care about social media. That's... That's definitely a good thing. Do you, let me ask you this: If you become a professional, are you gonna have a social media manager, or are you gonna run your own thing? I don't know. Pro probably myself, because like I won't be posting that much. You don't really care. No, exactly. <laughs> I'm not gonna hire someone just to like work like twice a year. <laughs> There's no point in that. No, there isn't. Exactly. There isn't, and and you are you're pretty intelligent with your money, so you're probably that's not something that you want to do. 
yeah, it makes no sense for you just like well the job itself <laughs> and then for your pockets it doesn't make any yeah. sense any sense either um yeah so are you excited for your first game hopefully yeah maybe a little bit yeah yeah i know the team we, we saw the team mm-hmm. we saw the team play we you know um how to break them down hopefully hopefully we do and we know like that one player that likes to run the whole thing so we have to shut that guy down is there any film on them or you guys just go no, based on what you saw before based on what i saw and then we're gonna have to tell the whole team what to do hmm. yeah probably gets a little easier like the older you get because there's film out there and you can probably yeah, yeah. break it down I, I know you were saying that in high school you would just watch yourself back and like your team you mm-hmm. would watch that back and then that would be your film study yeah right um i don't know if film is very very prominent in 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 soccer though i don't know if it's something i, that, I don't know either right i i don't know i've i i find no use in it sometimes though sometimes you have to like um like for awareness like that's that's when it's useful when you have like a whole like uh pitch view almost sort of i don't know but you can all see. 22 like in the nfl yeah, yeah. like a oh, just a wide shot of yeah, everyone a wide shot of everything and then like seeing like the pockets and everything like what well, spaces you have to close how you how you have to move how the team's moving and like things like that yes yeah, useful but other than that everything's just personal interesting interesting uh but film film is it for at least for me someone that like analyzes the game and like talks about it i, I find it useful because mm-hmm. you know i talk about both teams when i'm whenever i'm watching a game yeah but for you guys i mean it's it is more of a personal thing i thought you probably said it best it yeah. is it is more of a of a personal thing and like and improving yourselves rather than scouting the the opponent all right guys we're going to take a short break when we return we're going to talk about u.s soccer and particularly the youth systems how can we improve them what what's the what's the current state of youth soccer here in the united states we'll be right back thank you all so much all right ladies and gents we are back that's angel my name is alex and oh my goodness i feel like this is something that i've talked about plenty of times but it just doesn't change Mm-hmm. So that's why we have to keep on talking about it. And it is youth soccer here in the United States. And particularly, we're going to talk about the transition from high school into college. And I've been very vocal about, about this whole system being so incredibly flawed and how I think that there's just no way that a prospect should leave high school and then go play soccer in college because by the time they're 22, 23, they're old. For soccer standards, what do you think about about that system? Do you think it's it's a good, appropriate one, or do you think that it's too Americanized? It's way too Americanized. Uh-huh. Like the, the money involved in it, too much money. I've seen very little um, good players not go to college and go straight to Europe. Like, for example, Pulisic. He left at 15 or something like that. And... Like some other ones, I don't know who, but I like I've seen the the faces and the names, but I just can't remember. But very few that I've seen, like on, on social media or on news, 
um saying that like he that person uh that player didn't go to college they went straight to europe yeah well that's becoming a little more more prominent like that's that's something that's actually happening now but for example when pulisic did it that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't the norm yeah now it's kind of the norm Gio reyna did it weston mckinney uh Serginho, well Serginho this was born in the netherlands actually yeah he, so he's, he's in the ix academy yeah he he was he was just always dutch and then he elected to to play for the u.s Jeez. um yeah i know i i still don't what well, i mean based on how he plays i don't think he would have made it in the netherlands no B- based on that form i don't think he would have been a, a starting player but uh yeah weston mckinney uh tyler adams him well he he played in the mls yeah. but he debuted at like 17 right yeah so the the point that we're trying to make here is that all these guys that succeeded all these guys that that have that have found success and are playing in in big european clubs they didn't go to college here right yeah and and this is the example that i that i always use when i when i'm talking about this picture a 22 year old college graduate i don't know what's a good college for uh, for soccer clemson clemson yeah i think they won a national championship oh my goodness all right well clemson let's say there's like the top goal scorer from clemson he's a senior and, and he graduates he's 22 he goes into the mls draft which how stupid is it that the mls has a draft right <laughs> first and foremost second thing he's 22 years old and he's just turning pro you you cross the pond <laughs> You go to Europe, 22-year-old Kylian Mbappe, well, he's 23 now, but 23-year-old or 22-year-old Kylian Mbappe, he's a world champion. He's won multiple league titles in France. He's one of the best players in the world, probably going to be the best player in the world once once Messi and Ronaldo retire and like the most marketable and and uh, the most famous, the most followed. It's It's very, very different. Yeah. It's a different world because over there, the norm isn't to go to college, whereas right here it is. And I feel like if you want soccer, football to be to be massive here in this country, you you have to steer away from the American way, mm-hmm. right? Do you now? Let me ask you this: Do you think that if the MLS becomes a league that exports a bunch of players do you think that that would that would make the national team the u.s national team the u.s as a country a bigger power in world football for sure because i mean most of these um like the starting lineup for america against mexico they mostly the mls players and they haven't gone to Europe. They have no taste of Europe. And, like, there's obviously comparisons of American soccer to European soccer and, like, college soccer. Um, there's, like, comparisons saying that the third division could be uh, an MLS side easily. And, like, you know, like, I don't know, like, the standards is so low here. Yeah, and it's it's mainly, like, guys, like, I don't want to call the MLS a, a retirement league. I think that's very unfair, but I think that, a lot of guys that are in their mid-30s looking for their last big payday 
that come here. And those are the guys that bring the value up of the franchises. And it all started with David Beckham. Yeah. Right? That's the guy that that started it. But I, I do think that if MLS teams develop their academies a little a little more and brought in players that are more I, I don't want to say that the players are bad because they're not. These are not bad players. These are very incredible incredibly talented players. But if if they became a league like the Argentine League, like the Brazilian League, that they just ship out players. Like every day pretty much. They ship out players to Europe. If the US does that, the US has an advantage in population. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, think about it. Let's just say like I don't know, like, just here in the Chicagoland area, imagine how many players can be shipped out to Europe and, and go play over there. There's so many. There's so many. And it, it I think it would be really cool if they first go through the ranks in the MLS team here, which is Chicago Fire, and then they go to Europe. Like, yeah. I feel like that's really cool. and But that's something that unfortunately isn't done here in the United States. Do you think that that can be done in a in in the near future? Maybe. I I think they they have to realize that it's not always about the money. Even though we live in a country where money's everything, mm-hmm. you know. So something has to hit them, I think, and it could be um, it it has to be something big. And for them to realize that they have to start shipping players out to Europe. Want me to tell you something? I think that them falling flat on their face in the 2026 World Cup when they think that they're going to win it. Shout out to Nick who thinks that the U.S. is going to win the World Cup. <laughs> My guy, he he knows I, I, I appreciate him, but I don't know if that's, if that's going to happen. It would be cool. It would be amazing. But... It's going to take the U.S. to fail miserably in the 2026 World Cup to realize, okay, we're not as good as we thought we were. We need to send players out there. We need to send players to Europe, and we need to send them in in, in masses because these kids want to go. You want to go to Europe. Your friends want to go to Europe. Kids that you've played against want to go to Europe. Everyone wants to go to Europe. Obviously, it's like done. No shit. Of course, I want to go to the best leagues in the world. It's like you ask a kid that's playing football in college, do you want to play in the NFL or do you want to play in in the in the Alliance League or whatever that new league is called? They're gonna be like, well. <laughs> I'm hoping to play in the NFL. I'd like to win a Super Bowl. That would be kind of cool. Same thing with you guys. You guys want to win a Champions League. You guys want to do that. Like, kids want to go to Europe. They definitely want to go to Europe. But I feel like it all would start with the academies. It's it's okay. In soccer, it's not expected for you to have a college degree. Yeah. <laughs> right? You don't need to have a college degree to be a professional soccer player. Messi doesn't have a college degree. Ronaldo doesn't have a college degree. Very few players have a college degree. It's probably like a single digit per- percentage of yeah. players. Yeah. Probably like 8, 7% of professional players have have some sort of of of, of degree cuz you don't need it. You can go back and do it after. Yeah. Cuz the advantage of 
advantage and disadvantage of of being a professional athlete is that your career is short so you have plenty of time to do other things and in soccer like you get out of there and like you're still in good shape you know like you finish playing and you're not it's not like other sports where like you're you're severely severely damaged uh, both physically mentally so yeah but man it it would be it would be pretty cool to to see these these academies and and it would just open up doors for a lot of players but i i feel like so this is also something that that really hurts soccer here in this country it's damn expensive to play yeah it's very expensive to play do you think that if it was cheaper or if it was i don't want to say free because obviously in this country we all have to make a living do you think that maybe more kids or more parents would be would be okay with their kids playing soccer? Yeah, for sure. Like um joining academy like it, like the number one thing that doesn't allow uh, an academy to be great is the money. It, it's always that the parents say oh it's too expensive or like we can't S- like some like a kid could be like he could be named a generational uh, generational talent, like at ten, but the parents live uh, off of uh, check to check. They they can't pay for an academy, so there goes that uh, kid's talent. Yeah, and that's sad because who knows? Maybe that kid could have used his talent to get his parents out of that yeah. lifestyle of check to check, right? Um, it 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 is very very sad. But those are probably the two main things that 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 make soccer so. So so difficult to to succeed in here in, in in the United States and and again, the infrastructure is there. The stadiums are ridiculous. I went to the to the Allianz Stadium in Minnesota. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it really is. It's it's a gorgeous stadium, and there's a lot of money being thrown around. There's there's so many so many good players in this league, but if they start developing the youth talent. I feel like that's where it's at. Yeah. That that's that's definitely where 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 it's at. Um man. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna wrap it up right here. Angel, thank you. Thank you so much. Best of luck to you on that on that first game back. Hopefully you guys get a get a dub. Anything you wanna you wanna say before we, we finish? No. No? No. All right. Well, thanks a lot, dude. Appreciate that. Appreciate you. you. Thank you. Um, And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Alex Perez FC. Subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. Follow us at Total Food Club. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I can't believe I forgot. It's like second nature for me now, and and I completely forgot it. But yeah, this was the first installment of Angel Perez Thursdays. A complete ripoff. I'm kidding. It's not a complete ripoff. It's not because we had our own, our own insight. Thank you all so much. Take care. Goodbye.